was his first double album, and then it's a diversity on the song sheet. I'm really glad he did that. So it, it's like, like that was like at the peak in the '80s when he had just done all these incredible solo collabs on instruments, and then this came out. So okay, okay. We'll play you a song or two. Shut up already. Damn. Tell me who in this house know about the quake. I mean, relax. Relax. If you know how to rock, say yeah. Yeah. If you know how to party, say oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you ain't hip to the rare house quake.
Myself. I'm never gonna hold back. I told myself 
You know you kinda cute with the ball head. Got a little booty in the ball maze. You know how to move with them long legs. Bring a little crew, we can all rage on. That's the rise move down the PCH. I think that I like her with the makeup on. I know that she used to all the cheesecake. But I just want the ball show off, show off. I ain't even put my jewels on. You know you kinda cute with them long braids. Got a little cool with your Spanish shades on. I know that you're ready if you don't go. You know I'ma wait if you don't take long. Just test the ride smooth down the fantasy. Wait, I don't wanna say it, but I had to say it. Me and I just give it too much to show off. But a nigga had to prove a point. Hold up, I ain't never put my jewels on.
I got 55 on it. songs but just play like one more after
Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That is the name of our podcast. Search for L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And we have a YouTube channel. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. And Carl, good to see you, man. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. I can't exactly see you, but um, good to Skype you. Good to Skype you, man. Good to Skype you. Carl, we have a special guest. We have Paul Brumba on the Ta-da. line. Hi, Paul. Ta-da. Great to be here, guys. Paul and I and Carl, we are all part of Mutiny Radio, and you can hear our shows first every Sunday. Just type in mutinyradio.fm into whatever, and you will get our uh, streaming service. Uh, Paul Brumba has a great, great, great podcast called the Edge of Insanity, that is on Sundays at noon. It's also available on iTunes, etc. And then we follow at 2 p.m. This is all Pacific Standard Time Yeah. on Sunday. We do what our title says. We L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Uh, it's so obvious. Carl, what movie are we watching today? Today we are watching Carnosaur, 1993. Carnosaur. So that's what you – Carnosaur. So you go – it's C-A-R-N – O-S-A-U-R. That's what you put in your YouTube search engine. Oh, so it's not carne with an E. Yeah. It's not meat sore. Right. It's and not. it's not corona sore. And it's not corona sore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's not the corona sore. <laughs> That's a million-dollar idea, Paul. Yes. I know. So we like the channel D-P-O-E-N. Depoen, D D P O E N, yeah, Carnosaur, 1993, Roger Corman, D P O E N is the channel we like. Okay, so we want you to go find that, search for it, and when you see the link, click it, and then once you get to the page, hit pause for God's sake, move the slider to the left, so it should be zero zero zero. Did you do that? Good. We're very excited. We're very honored to have the Countdown King himself, the maestro of descending numerals. Let's get ready to brumba. The world do not move on the beat of a different brum. Brum, 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 Under brumba. Please, please give it up for Paul Brumba. Yeah. Hey. 
Um, All right, good to be here, guys. Man, I am so excited about this. Carnosaur, see, and I had it all mixed up with the other weed show with uh, the Elvis flick, but we won't even talk about that. Elvis is a carnosaur. Do this in true connoisseur uh, style. <laughs> Let's do this in three. Oh, put your finger over a little triangle. Right. I almost forgot my own line. Wow, holy smokes. Let's do this. Let's do it in three, <laughs> two, one, go. New Horizons, Roger Corman. He didn't direct this movie, right? It's just yeah. he presents it. Yeah, Director's the Roger same Corman guy we saw last week, right? Adam Simon. Yeah. So the, wait a minute, the director of Brain Dead directed Carnosaur? Right, and he has the balls to put Brain Dead in this movie. So one of the characters watches his previously directed movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not even Quentin Tarantino and he's kissing his own butt. The worst part is they're doing a movie podcast about it in real time. <laughs> it's really? my idea. Our idea. Yeah, and everyone else's idea. Oh, right. Oh, it's the start of us. Chickens. Uh-oh. Fuck, fuck, chickens. <laughs> Aaron Osborne is a chicken. No, these are ostriches. This is the target species chicken. Usta-like. Target species. None of these chickens. See, it says iguana. Iguana. So, yeah. So yeah. what they're doing is some genetic splicing here, and they're trying to arrive at a dinosaur. You know why they added the lizard? Because iguana add lizard to it. Mm-hmm. Iguana. Uh, I iguana think do iguana, it. I think iguana do it. Yeah, I'll ask him, but I think iguana. Yeah. So he's, they're mutating chickens into like a super monster. Ooh, look at that blood. Albatross. That was the big problem about the project. That albatross that hung on them like something. Yeah, it hung around uh -oh, their... Pelican. Oh, they're naked chickens. The Corman... Is... Wow. Corman executive produced this, so this is directed by Brain Dead director. Right, Adam Ugh. Simon, the guy who the the player, the movie the player pokes fun at. And um Yeah, you can you tell that story again because that's a great story you had mentioned in last week's episode. Well, I mean, it's just it was part of the movie. Uh the the player was Tim Tim Robbins and it his he's Griffin Mill and uh they're shooting some movie and he just says, "Who let Adam Simon on the lot?" They're just stabbing him. Okay, here's a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a meeting, and this guy wants to know uh, where Dr. Jane Tiptree is because she's gone missing. Ah, uh, she has, huh? Dr. Jane Tiptree. Do they call her? Tree. It's a taser. Dr. Jane Tiptree. Well, you oh, we tried everything. The, um, There's no response. <laughs> we, yeah, right. Did you page her? It's it's yes, it's nineteen ninety three. Of course we paged her. We paged her, we faxed her, we sent a telegram. What else can we do? 
Now, Coke you on remember the, the Eunice Corporation from last movie? Um, Certainly. They were doing a lot of brain-dead experimentation right. uh, on a serial killer or something. And it had an infinity symbol, like the sideways eight? Yeah, he made a big deal out of that all of a sudden. Yes, the infinity. Did it show up at Carnosaur? Well, yes. As a matter of fact, right now, the guy from Eunice Corporation is saying, yeah, we got Dr. Chain Tiptree. Uh, we see it says Eunice on the camera. Yeah, look at there it is. It says, it's going to say Eunice is part on of the, everything. So this is part of the Adam Simon verse. Yes. Okay, Diane Ladd, she is Dr. Jane Tiptree. It says it right there, Carl. She's working in secret for Eunice, and she has to have total seclusion, and they're not allowed to know what she's working on for three years, or they lose the rights yeah. of their patents. So five bucks says she never leaves this set. Five bucks. I've not seen that vet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've seen it. How many times have you seen Carter for? I've seen it four times. This is my fifth time. Oh, dear Lord. Dear Lord. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, well, it was great having you, Carl. Let's just stop this. <laughs> Imagine this is an elaborate prank. I just wanted you to watch Carter for from time to time. Da 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 da. Thank you. Wow. Uh, we just came in to clean up. <laughs> Diane, oh, no, they're on TV. Five days on this film, five days, and she was right there in that uh, set the whole time. And she's top villain, and and she's you know, I, full disclosure, I did see this movie in the theater in 1993. Wow! Uh, and she was the best part in it. Okay. Well, you know, one of the things we should mention is that Corman is the master of. Uh, just ripping off the current movies. And this came out the same weekend as Jurassic Park, which uh, gave him enough free publicity. Well, it's theatrically released, and I right. saw it. Yeah. I just want to say that the guy I, who did... I saw it in Brookline. Too, the guy who did Cars Life 2, he's the master. He's the master. But uh, Roger... You're right. Car no, I take that back. In Go ahead and tell them. You tell everybody, like, Jurassic Park was coming out. Yeah, so Jurassic Park was coming out, and his idea was to release a, a killer dinosaur movie of his own, Carnosaur, and it played at the Brookline, in Brookline, Massachusetts, there's a movie house, like an art house, and they showed it, and everyone, including myself, lined up because here's a chance to see a Roger Corman movie in 1993 in the theater, and we were really excited, it was the new Corman. Uh, and this was before he, he was cranking out sci-fi movies, and he had other mediums to deliver his films, but uh, the movie was terrible. I mean, I, I, at least from what I remember, it was an awful experience, but we experienced it together. Right. You remember right. Oh, to, you know, traditionally on this show, we I asked you at the end of the movie, did you like this movie? But I, I'm going to cut all pretensions and just ask you in the first 10 minutes of our watching, what uh, do you think of this film? No, I did not. Uh, this was not well done. No. All right. Okay. So word prep, because I have seen this, and I, I agree, this is really not well done. So we'll There's see why uh, as the film goes on. 
there's reasons to like it and it's good yeah. on your show, but it's just not enough to be like, I mean, I wouldn't watch it a sixth time. <laughs> what about the sequels? Are you going to see Carnosaur 2 or Carnosaur 3? Nope. You're right about that. There was Carnosaur 2 and Carnosaur 3, and then there were two spinoffs. They just didn't call them Carnosaur. One was called Raptor and one was called The Eden Formula. So that makes five films off of thanks to Jurassic Park was going to one day come out. Wow. <laughs> That's a nut. Yeah. Uh, you know, this plan looks pretty foul. <laughs> okay, so poultry something is missing, you see, and Jane Tiptree wants it back. And so they're saying nobody is in and out of the place. So the driver goes, come on, bud. I got to be in such and such in five hours and I'm late, you know. So he let him out. So in the back of this chicken truck, is something mysterious. Uh, does it rhyme with dinosaur? <laughs> it does rhyme with dinosaur, yes. <laughs> Actually, dinosaur and carnosaur, that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. yeah. I always thought this was his carnosaur, like it was made out of meat. Like yeah, he's a carnivore. Carnosaur. Yeah. Carnosaur. Oh. But he. But, but the, he doesn't eat plants then, right? He's not an omnivore. omnivore. No, he's not an omnivore, no. Omnivore. Um, I'm starting an all-plant-based diet. Mike, did I tell you about that? No, Carl, you didn't tell me about your all-plant diet. Yeah, I mean, diet. Uh, well, by all-plant-based, I mean only foods that have been manufactured in a food processing plant. Well, <laughs> like mac and cheese, crap yep. mac and cheese. Oh yeah, sure, but of course, but uh, but but no, especially funyuns. Funyuns are the shit, yo. <laughs> they're all they're all natural. I mean, they're not made out of like imaginary stuff. No, they're made out of fun. Yeah. Okay, so what's happened is what's escaped from Jane Tiptree's lab uh, has now killed. It killed chickens, and then it killed the chicken driver. Now, here's Brain Dead. Really? He looks cool, man. He looks like Arnold. I thought that was Arnold Schwarzenegger for a second. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, be drinking beer. Oh, he's not even drinking beer. He's going for the hard stuff. No, that's a beer. He says, better he's a bottle beer. in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. A bottle. Oh, boy. Aaron Simon, he he fucking got the continuity going. That's a reference to his previous film, where he got a lobotomy, or he gave a lobotomy. He gave, gave a lobotomy. Okay, now, this guy's job is to protect all the heavy equipment on this mountain where they're strip mining. And the hippy-dippy guys uh -huh. are, like, fucking with them, because they don't like the big corporation. And that's why he's shooting at them? Right, Extreme. Well, it's keeping them away can't, like, from wait. the sight, you know. Yeah. So he could wave like a, a stick at him. Dang, hippies. Now, this. Uh oh, no, he's a killdozer. <laughs> That's right. Good one, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that was a switch. Let's, uh, let's hope he. Oh, phew. 
Oh no, it's a Killdozer soundtrack. Blip, 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 blip. Oh no, it's now now it's followed by the band Killdozer. Knuckles was a dog, was a very fine dog. Remember no. how they all looked the same? Like they got one actor to save money. Jesus Christ, that was the second time I did extensive research, and I just couldn't tell any of those guys apart. <laughs> See, I was just four people in that movie. You know, on a heavy loader. Yeah. Okay, he's found a prisoner. And she's... Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Kelly Kristen. It's uh, Jennifer Runyon. Like a good day, Monet. And she was in Ghostbusters. Jennifer Runyon? Do you remember they were doing that task? The, uh... Yeah. Like, what, a couple she of weeks? Can... Like, what do I have on the card? She was... The... Right. Yeah, the flirt, flirt bait for uh, Bill Murray. That's a memorable scene. Yeah. But that was like 11 years prior to this. That was 84. I, so nine years. 84, yeah. And then she was on Charles in Charge from 84 to 87 as... Um, well, why, way to bury the lead, Carl. Way to bury the lead. Of course I know who she is. She's from <laughs> Charles in Charge, the first family. And she was Cindy Brady... In A Very Brady Christmas, 1988. This is her last thing she ever did on camera. She she quit after this. Wow. Well, let's uh, be grateful that she's in this movie then. Yes. Very Brady Christmas. Yeah, Jennifer Funyon. <laughs> Funyon's already she, she... Did she play Marsha? Did she replace somebody? Did Funyon replace somebody? No. Heir to the, heiress to the Funyon. As you know, from reading uh hollywood dogs that drink cindy yes had they had a tiger for pretty but right cindy was a you know cindy fell into ruin after the brady bunch and she tried to sleep with what's that dog's name tiger tiger yeah remember she was like yanking on his pocket rocket it's in the book uh so they needed somebody to be Cindy because Cindy was <laughs> now na- nowhere to be found, and that was Jennifer Runyon. Interesting. Now this is the coroner. Wow, that's a claim to fame. It is, yeah. and I don't know why she went away. Her name is Thrush in this film, <laughs> like it's their hippie name. Her oh. real name is Anne. And this guy is a professional coroner who doesn't wear goggles or masks when cutting out shit. Good, good to know. Right, his mask is down. Even, yeah, even Quincy puts up, ties his fucking mask up. Right. You know, every time they go to a corner in any movie, it's never got blood on it. Medical exam, no blood on it. Yeah, look, I'm gonna use. I I don't have time to take my glove off, so I'll just use the rotary phone now. <laughs> yeah, and spread the germ. Nine, eight, smear. Now, you know, my favorite part of medical examiners in movies, they're always eating a sandwich when they show up. <laughs> what do you got? Well, you know, right? Because it wants to show that they're so used to gore. Yeah, right. They don't even care. And they also don't mind when, like, Dirty Harry shows up. Oh, Harry, hey, way to break up the monotony of my day. I just went through two corpses. Yeah, of course I'll talk about this body. 
Now, the guy who wrote a book called Carnosaur was approached to write the screenplay in 1991 uh, by Corman's wife, Julie, but they didn't do anything with it until Jurassic Park. He bought the rights to this in 91, but it just sat around. And then when, when Jurassic Park was coming out, okay, there was this guy, Mike Elliott, he's the co-producer. And he, and he says that Corman was like, now's the time to shoot because he, you know, he knew he could make the movie faster than anyone else and get it out there. And he could, he could eat the hype of Jurassic Park. Well, cause Jurassic Park was hype to begin with. Yeah. I, I remember, uh, you know, my late father was, a uh, entertainment journalist and he did some book reviews and we would get some press copies. Mm-hmm. And we received like a, an advanced copy of it, and it was like a hot item. You know what I mean? Like even before the publication, everybody knew that Michael Crichton had cranked out like a mega yeah. movie, uh, mega. You know, because it was so. Smoke. It was a, it was very hot property. Yeah, and it was it was already optioned. By the time it hit hardcover, uh, the first initial release, it was already optioned to be a movie. Yeah. So now you know, this book, Arnosaur. Uh, predates Jurassic Park by six years. It was written six years earlier mm. than Michael Crichton's book. Do you think Crichton ripped him off? No. <laughs> like he did, like he did the previous book, My Wife's in a Coma. Oh, what great. a great idea! <laughs> no, wasn't it like a Michael Crichton did? A, he's a weird guy, like pop culture wise, because not yeah. only is he like a popular, famous novelist but he wrote and directed his own movies westworld and coma and he was like a mega movie director for for streaks andronica stream i'm i'm gonna say yeah that's intense i I just got to tell you what happened the doc this guy was a doctor but he he's he's a drunk so now he's just guards uh the you know, the heavy equipment, but the girl ran away because he passed out drunk, right? So the cop took him and said, do you see the girl here? Now, clearly he did see the girl, but he lied and said, nah, she isn't here. So now Charles in charge girl, Jennifer Funyon has got a crush on the doc, is grateful to the doc. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, so this starts their bond. That's right. This starts their bond, sure. which will grow throughout the film. Here we are doing the work you know, of the heavy loader place. Okay, so the is, of course, drunk again, and Funyun shows up to say thanks. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Michael Crichton did direct uh, Westworld. Wow, I was I was correct. I loved yeah, that. Yeah, he was movie. like an unstoppable force. But yeah, the first one's good, and then you know, the Future World was shot in my university, I believe. Bra- uh, Brad Knight says he was. Yeah, there's, they had an auditorium that was what so future-like. It appeared in Brandeis. Brandeis, that's. I went to school at Brand. Yeah, right, Brandeis. You know how, like, you buy brand name rice? Brand ice. <laughs> Michael it, took a chance on an, uh, and rolled the brand ice. <laughs> yeah, snake ice. So, you know, like, uh, 
their grad one of their grad auditorium is like futuristic looking and they use it for the movie and it's like whoa look at peter fonda he's in the future yeah so wait future world now i saw westworld uh i better write that down brenner future was the sequel well there was like a tv show in 1980 called beyond westworld yeah like it had a life of its own like the hbo show which i enjoy wasn't the only uh, Westworld TV show. Okay. Future World sounds very familiar, but... You know what it was? Like, Westworld was big, and then there was a porno called Sex World. Really? Which I haven't seen. And then there was a, a sequel to Westworld, theatrical release, called Future World. And then there was Beyond Westworld. Okay, Beyond Westworld, yeah, World, which was I... TV, a movie also? No, it was five episodes. Well, it was, uh, I think it was, an, it was a 1980 TV series. I just know of it because I know the uh, okay. Westworld universe, but I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's on the YouTube. Future World? Oh, you type it in the streaming service. Okay. Beyond Future uh, No, Future World is the sequel. Yeah, yeah. And Beyond, then Beyond Westworld. Westworld, that's it. So Bronson, you know, who wrote this book, panel? he didn't like this yeah. He didn't like it at all, this adaptation. In order to do things cheaply, they w- Bronson's book had a lot of dinosaurs. This one only has two dinosaurs. Right. Uh, uh, Gertie the dinosaur from Windsor McKay's cartoons. Right. And, in Barney. And, and Barney. And Barney. And Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> For the two, decade, uh, two centuries. All right, now Barney is getting pissed, and but there goes Barney attacks. Oh no! And Barney Vision, what a '90s attack! It looks like an ad for. <laughs> oh my God, he's covered in fudge. He's wiping fudge all over everything. Oh no, the carnivore is ripping into her guts. Way yeah. to go! Eating, yeah. Now Climate. that was a hand. Sure there's so many. Cu- and puppet, really, for real? Yeah, they did a lot of. Uh, they did a remote controlled puppet. They did a man in a suit. They did a a full size, like sixteen foot tall robot. They did a lot of different things to make. There it is. Yeah. But that was the hand puppet right now. That well, I don't know what that particular shot was, but. Anytime the dinosaur's up close and doing like a eating thing, it's it's the hand puppet. What kind of how tall is the gentleman that was in the dinosaur suit? I mean, that was like a baby dinosaur. Yes, that's right. Because this is early in the film, and the thing is growing. Ooh. You see the the I was trying to tell you about the car uh, the car coroner, um, like. He isn't sure what did it because the thing it was like um, th- like maybe the size of a bobcat, but it but it sort of looks like lizard bites. It, you know he so later on he'll be like this is the same thing, but the mi- bites are much bigger. He, that'll keep occurring, and he's like, hold me, either there's more than one or this thing is growing. <laughs> Okay, well, so what do you think it is? You've seen this movie. Yeah. It's growing. <laughs> so Eunice Corporation is now learning that they found a genetic marker in 
you know, people who are getting killed. Uh, and it's did it say Office Depot marker? That's pretty generic. <laughs> it was universal product symbol. Um, <laughs> and so if it's true, that means a chicken is killing people. To a guy eating chicken on the road. Right, and he's saying, you should have some. It's good for your health. Look, that's the guy in the suit. Ah, uh, right. Is the other guy Seth Green? Oh, that's the guy in the suit, really? Yeah, and there's Funyun walking home. She and went to say thank you. She's in a bright orange bag. But they fought. They fought about environmentalism. So she's walking. So she's out of here. Yeah. She's all pissed. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Right. Well, she's Cindy now, not Jan. But just for Christmas, and it was a very Brady Christmas because he was – It was uh, 1988, yeah, just before – Ah, that's way – that's long in the tooth, Brady Bunn special. Yes, exactly. You know, they – The nostalgia – yeah, and the thing is, like, they still crank it out. There was the HGTV show where they bought the Brady's exterior house, mm-hmm. and then they had the cast of the original cast of Brady Bunch come in, and they re- redid it to resemble the house. That's so set. like them to do that because they listen. Th- that movie was that television show was popular, and when it when it was in syndication and on at like five o'clock every day, it turned into nostalgia for it right they cashed in on that every chance they could right no sure well a very brady sequel in the uh the first brady bunch movie from the 90s they're both great yeah do you remember the stupid parody yeah, they, movie it which was one? it was like 2000 the brady's remember the guy goes yeah i think we're thinking of car jack and he goes, well, of course it's a car, right. but my name's not Jack. My it's name's... Greg. Greg Brady. Sure, I thought, I thought that came out. I, that's the movie I'm talking about. Uh, but I think that came out in the 90s. Hmm. So I, that's possible. I do know. Yeah. Yeah, I think so because you, you I was talking about the... PSE&G. Yeah, you're my, yeah, I think you're right. I'll look it up. Now they're yeah. finding a dead guy by the road. Of course, he was eaten by a carnosaur. Well, yeah, you could you could tell because there's like carnosaur chomps everywhere <laughs> on his body. Carnosaur chomps. And they they tip <laughs> the carnosaur tip ten percent, which you know they're lousy tippers when they eat. They're lousy tippers, those carnosaur. So John Bronson was in 1984 was doing a like book signing tour. And Roger Corman was like, hmm, what's this? That's when he took notice of him. And then his wife, Julie, you know, his Roger Corman said, sick him. And she, like, made a deal <laughs> on a, at a bar written on a napkin. Wow, that's classic. In 91, yeah. And that's what Diane Ladd read. Did they, what about the script? Did they use actual paper for the script or did they just no. put on the napkins? Right. They used the napkins. <laughs> wow, a carnivore just ate the shit out of her. Oh, that's the puppet? Uh, I didn't pay attention to tell you, but if it's up close and like chewing out guts, it's the puppet. With someone's hand up his Gotcha. Head. 
I love the font. It reminds me of like unskippable game scenes. Like, come on, I want to get to the action. <laughs> so he's telling the senator that this is the best blueberry pie he's ever tasted because it's like got a thin layer of goat embryo protecting it. And then the senator's like, blech, gross. Yeah. Might as well say I, I there's semen, my semen in the pie, senator. <laughs> Get, I think we're. I think I'm a couple of seconds behind you, but that's okay. I'll live. It's because Paul does the countdown. He goes three, two, one. Then he goes whatever the fuck. You know he he doesn't right. He's got you in a rhythm. Three, two, one, and then you click. But no, he goes good, good, go. Right. Like you know, he always does that. Why does he's the countdown king? So he gets everybody. He's the countdown off. king. He's the you know maestro I mean? descending numerals. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know he is the maestro descending numerals. So the saying the word go, he's a little wonky on it. So the thing is, Mike, how many times have you and I, right? We get go. We should be a hundred percent synced, and you know, like that doesn't happen when it's the uh, Brumbot, right? Oh well, I don't know about that. I'm not gonna about to get. I'm not gonna get human robot against human don't worry he's not going to listen to this show okay so we're back to jane tiptree um diane i I see it it says that what's what's your latitude uh and what's your latitude and and longitude well it where wherever this lab is that's her all the only place she's gonna okay now we find out that she's a son of a bitch she's got the guy who let the dinosaur go and she's like right. kidnapped his daughter, and now he's a prisoner. How, how does he kidnap the daughter without leaving the lab? I don't know. And then she's like making him feel terrible. See, she's like, "Yes, feel angry. Allow yourself to feel that." She's being such an a-hole, <laughs> and she lies that the daughter's alive, and then. He has a dinosaur eat this guy. <laughs> so uh, let me get this straight, Carl, because you have seen this movie five times. Yes. She says, how did your carelessness cause dinosaurs to eat people? And that is cardinal sin. So right. I'm going to have a dinosaur eat you. Right. That's right. I'm going to kidnap your daughter to get you here. I'm going to lie to you about her health and well-being. And then I'm going to have a dino eat you. See, that's just like, why can't you just have the dino eat you? Why do you have to kidnap the daughter? Like, what are you going to do? Like, okay, uh, there's no ransom money because your father has been eaten by a carnosaur. <laughs> Eunice Corporation. Look, uh, he's in like what's a... Called? You, yeah. Is it a super collider? Yeah, you think they shot that in a super collider? This, I would doubt it. You can see a scientist in the background going. You can see a scientist in the background going, listen, Julie, we're just doing this for the money. (laughs) Yeah, we took Corman's money. But they were in and out in two hours. Oh, my name is Adam Simon. I've directed Diane Ladd. (laughs) Oh, well, come on in. Please. St. Peter opens the doors for you. Well, he also. Uh, oh, 
he wrote this script called Bones. It was a Snoop Dogg vehicle. Uh, he did The Haunting in Connecticut in 2009. Oh, yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> okay, he created and produced oh, that was the scariest the TV. He created and produced the TV series Salem, 2014 to 2017. That's pretty good. I get, yeah, I remember that. I, I do know that Haunting in Connecticut is probably the scariest tri-state movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to say that. I tried to state it. I try I try state. I tried to I try, you try to I try. You can yeah. You know what's funny? Connecticut thinks Connecticut. it's New England. Isn't that funny? No, it's tri state. I know it's in two, it's in both New England and lucky them. And they the think they're New England. So you get, really they get two kinds of. Com- well, if you still watch uh, terrestrial TV on in Connecticut, you get two kinds of ads: one aimed for the tri-state and one aimed right. for the New England. New England. They think the Patriots represent them. As soon as you yeah. drive into well, Connecticut, as as- right? It's like a border town. You drive uh-huh. in there, you start seeing all these old-timey uh, uh, New England style architecture <laughs> if you everyone's drinking boxy cola mm-hmm. yeah there's like weird potato chips like this, these aren't wise where's the right. wise potato chips yeah oh you're in connecticut now cape cod can potato have, chips because we're so it's, it's old like mother trying to say like see see you've arrived yup uh-huh you're here new england no 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 connecticut you're a border town well, I always thought it was like in New Jersey, you could say, well, there's northern New Jersey and there's southern New Jersey. Right. But is there like something in Connecticut that's like half tri-state the state and then half New England the state? Good question. I wouldn't know. Good, good question. Uh, Look, Ron Howard's uh, brother, Gentle Ben. Chris. Uh, Star Trek reference. That is our Star Trek Remember when he was four years old? Ooh, and that chili was in the next generation. <laughs> His name is Fryer in this. Oh, by the way, everyone's been sneezing. Like everybody has a cold. That'll play into the that'll play into the plot. Yeah. But not in a good way, I take it. You remember Gentle Ben. You're just a I'm just a little older than you. You probably missed Gentle Ben. Yeah, I mean, there were repeats, but I don't think I, I watched it as heavily as I did, say, The Brady Bunch. Yeah. Well, duh. No, but Gentle Ben was when I was just old enough to, like, realize TV was a thing. Like, I'm just a little, I think I'm two years older than you. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Maybe a year and a half. When are you born? 68? Late 68. Late '68, and I'm early October. '66. So yeah, it's less. Hey, look, it's the producer and his wife in the movie. <laughs> That's right. It's not, but it's just some goof. Uh, okay, so you probably know it's him. From, uh, he was in uh, Apollo 13. Uh, yeah, we 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 thought every time he's, on, he's in every one of his brother's movies right. for the most part. And he's, Austin Powers. he's like the ice cream man. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Austin Powers. Well, he only does a cameo. He'll remember at the end of the Austin Powers movies, they like they it sounds like they're gonna say penis or dick, and then right. they cut to someone else saying something else. Yeah. 
That was his bit. He would say, according to the radar, it looks like the Rockets is going straight up there. Arsenal. We need more Arsenal. Okay, so they chained themselves. This is the robot. They chained themselves to the um, heavy equipment. And Doc said, you know what? Forget it. There's something. Look, he goes, yeah, hey, my green friend. <laughs> now, look, this guy's name, oh, yeah. his name is Pizza. His name is Pizza. Okay. Yeah. Looks like uh, not delivery. Robot. Oh, no. <laughs> Watch his face. Oh. Pizza! Yeah, it looks like roadkill. Yeah, pizza. Looks like pizza. Marinara. Okay, so now the girl, it ladies, like gonna a... get it. Now you will see an somebody tugging her fuck? foot. You'll see his hand on camera. Okay. Right. All right. Not yet. Not well, yet. Now you should see his hand. A hand. See. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Total perv. Look now, at that upskirt. Mom, when she loses her leg, she's like, okay, he's. He's busy uh, my oh, leg. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know, I get kind of... Look at him, he's picking his teeth with it. Yeah, I'm looking at a good stogie. Should, hey, Carl, do you want to pause or something? Because I'm a couple of seconds behind you, but I, I mean, normally I am anyway. Uh, yeah, okay, so... Uh, I'm at 05, 06, 07, 08, 09. What okay. about you? I'm at 06 right now. Okay, so I want you to keep going, and you tell me when you get to 20, okay? Okay, sounds good. I'm going to get there in when you three. Get 21. Okay, 21. Okay, that sucks. All right. That was not counting. Where are you now? <laughs> well, you, you said 21 when it was at 20, I, uh, you know. Okay, so I'm at 32, 33, 34, 35. What about you? Okay, we're at this. We're queued up. We're good. Oh, we're good. good. Okay. We got the breath. He's coughing. He's passing by a pukey body, but he didn't puke. That's pizza. So he's upset because they're all dead, and you know what that means. That means girl's dead. But now he finds her. She isn't. Oh no, she's our hero. She she gets the same kind of abuse that everyone else does, but she doesn't drop dead instantly. Well, you see that usually these like two are fighting, right? So now, you know, now it's being shown his real feelings. He really likes her. So this is the coroner talking to the cop about the bites getting bigger. Oh, huh. I wonder if they could figure this out. Quincy. Maybe. So wait, is Carnosaur growing, like, exponentially? Like. Yeah. Fast growth. Wow, this acting is pretty wooden. Oh, that's the corpse. Sorry. He's the corpse. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Some dinosaur bite. Don't worry, I'm a professional. I worked at Jurassic Park. I've seen this before. <laughs> now the body count in this is only thirty-two. I think that's pretty low. That's pretty fucking high. 
it's good. Like usually these movies, you know, the Carnosaur just shows up randomly and then eats one or two, but they've already he's already eaten a good number of people. Okay. I think he I don't know. All right. Thirty two is you think thirty two is a fair body count. Uh yes, sir. I think it's a it's more than generous body count. Oh, by the way, Rod, Roger Ebert said this was the worst movie of 93. Well, I'm going to agree with Mr. Ebert for once. Yeah, and of course it's, that asshole fiscal, just to be different, was like, I liked it! Get out. How can you like this? Right. Now, I mean, really, we've already tipped our hat. We hate this movie, but I mean, how can you, like... So what she's doing now is finding his drawings and stuff and being like, maybe he's not such a bad guy. But then she finds like this bloody That's stuff. You. I thought she was like, he did have etchings back in his bedroom. It wasn't bullshit. Uh-oh. Wow. Press the X button. Now that was enough to get rid of Carnosaur. Carnosaur was like, all right, fuck it then. I, I can eat plenty of people. I don't need to get shot at. Yeah, hey, man. I'm not bullet sore. I eat meat. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why would you feed me bullet? That looks like a region. Not again. Oh, no, I let that carnosaur escape. This guy's name is Raphael Sabarge, and it's S-B-A-R-G-E. Sabarge. No I vowel. Saw that. Yeah, like sub. Well, what's the name of that chain in the East Coast, Sabaros? Oh, right. Uh, the is that's a hot dog. Uh, SB. You're right. You're right. That was a, remember. I think the Fat Boys went in there and cut screws when they're all you can eat. When they eat, they go to Nathan's in New York in Times Square and eat and eat the wallpaper. I didn't see it on purpose. Uh, okay, now. Trust me, if it was on YouTube, we were watching it. He's pretending to be a guy who's bringing back to Jane the the dinosaur. Okay? Jane Tiptree. But right. really, it's it's Doc. He wants to know what's going on. Now, this part of Once again, we're in Biodome. We're in Biodome. Oh, wait a minute. So we watched uh, his last movie was also shot in the same location as the right. movie Biodome. Right. Well, he works cheap. I mean, then again, this is a Corman movie, as was the last one. So they, you know, he may not have a say in it. They may say, "Look, we got Biodome it's available." It's a water like, yeah, okay, great. plant, and they they rent the place out a lot of times for a lot of movies. The Fugitive. Uh, the list isn't in front of me. I did read it to you last time. I know it's Biodome, and uh, there was Star Trek episodes shot there. Um, I forget now. But the thing is, it's nonsensical. What he does, he wants to understand what's going on. So he holds her at gunpoint, goes into her lab, and that's it. He's here for the rest of the film, and basically they have a long conversation. It doesn't make any sense. Really? Yeah, because, well, then, I mean, I remember something happening to Diane Ladd, which we'll have to wait to see, but you don't it happens in the uh, lab, right? 
<laughs> we you just served good. We haven't ruined the ending of this movie. It All right, well, we are 45 minutes. Let's go ahead. Go ahead and ruin it because I want to make sure our listeners listen to the entirety of the movie. And they might abandon us before the end of this. Well, I want to say she'll give birth to a dinosaur, but she won't give birth to it. It'll pop out of her stomach. And it was on purpose. It was of her own design. It's her fiendish plot. There's eggs right there. It's kind of foreshadowing. So she got herself impregnated with carnosaur, and she gave birth by dropping a carnosaur egg, and then the carnosaur popped out of it. She got everybody pregnant. She got them sick with a virus, and that virus somehow made a dinosaur grow in every woman. And every woman will give birth to a dinosaur and die. Including this woman. Yeah. Because the guy's hugging his pregnant wife. That's Holy shit, what a fucking movie. So come for the Jurassic Park ripoff and stay for the forced impregnation of dinosaur baby eggs. Right. Th- spread through a contagion virus. Uh, it's to the virus movie. And race and bring dinosaurs back. That's what Jane Tiptree wants this, to do. This movie. Holy fuck. That's the actual plot of this movie. Yeah. That is so depressing. I'm so bummed out by that. She's saying right now, I, I'm sick too. I have a fever. And he's like, go lay down. I'll make my own breakfast. Give me that. <laughs> now he's, he's going to make. He's a good husband. But something weird's going to happen. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't want to see this. It's going to be all bloody and shit, right? Or is there going to be a dino baby in there? That's, well. Yeah. No. Here's the first one. All right, here we go. Oh, come on. Do three eggs, man. You know you want to eat a hearty breakfast. You're a big boy. One Ew. egg. What the? And it smells. It smells, too. Oh, good thing it has another bowl behind there. Yep. Got plenty. Where's that pile of clean bowls? Oh, by the sink. Ew. Oh, I'm glad we synced up for this. What? Oh, careful, you. Oh. Oh. Clutch? That's Clutch. Oh, no. Gross. I'm going to pukey. Now, I would expect Roger Corman to have it bite his finger, right? That makes sense. Right. Doesn't happen. Hi, I'm looking for my brother. Yeah. Brother, are you in here? <laughs> He's like, what oh, the boy. heck is He's oh, Clint. chicken. He just had a big meal, yeah. remember? I think it's kind of tacky to eat chicken in a fried chicken in a slaughterhouse. <laughs> Remember that show, Louie? He was like, well, "Chickens are dumb. Aren't they a little leery? We think they'd be a little leery of us by now, but no, they just there's never any protest. You never see like a Martin Luther chicken. Oh no! Bye bye, Clint. Bye-bye, Clint, who is an avid golfer but can't be a golfer anymore. Um, he had a hip Why replacement, that? and he had to quit. Was it because Carnosaur bit his head off? No, it bit his hip off. He used to play 150 rounds a year, he brags. That's every other day. Oh, well, who can blame him? I mean, 
he's been in the industry for so long. He must have a certain routine down. He's got a lot of time free to play golf. He also has a lot of free time because he plays World of Warcraft. Um, really? Well, well, that's great. He doesn't have to pay for skins to look like himself. Well, he does have that. Um, he is known for his activity in the World of Warcraft game. Howard plays a game, the game under the name Extas, E-X-T-A-S, on the Herod Classic Realm. How cool is that? He must have been doing that for a while. Yeah. The thing is, if you're a Hollywood guy, you you know, you go do My Name is Earl episode, and then you're off for the rest of the day, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. They need you for a day shoot for Pumpkinhead 4, and then you you got the rest of the afternoon. Now, he brings it to the coroner, which I guess makes sense. Right, there's only four actors in this movie. She in a body bag? Oh no, no, no. No, she's just sick, and so she's bundled up. He's just checking on his patients now. Everybody's sick. There's nothing he can do but have them sit around. There's no cure. So is it the coronavirus? Yeah, the carnosaurus virus. Oh, did you say carnosaur? No, I said coronavirus. This is a mockbuster. Wow, this is pickle. called a mockbuster. <laughs> wow, so all these women are mock they know Jurassic they're pregnant? Park, right? Yeah. This is like the sick room. So this is like a, oh, this guy's a good dude. This film made about a million bucks. They spent 850000 to make it, and it made $1.8 million. So just under a million dollars they made. Uh, That's why Roger Corman does it. Well, you you know, like it did have a theatrical release. They did have the hype about going against Jurassic Park, but in reality, they were playing like in the Brookline in these little small art house theaters, you know, like your little hipster theaters. So it wasn't like it was playing at the AMC. No, no, no. Okay, so... The assistant says, "Doc, you know, Doctor Tip, uh, Doctor Tip Tree, can I go home? I feel sick." She goes, "Yes, but come down here first. I want to examine you." And now Doc, who got her at gunpoint, right, is just sort of hanging out in the lab now. Right. He's not even, you yeah, know, like. Is it so- He put his gun away, right? I guess so. Like, he got himself down there under gunpoint, and then he didn't do anything with her. <laughs> and now it's business as usual for her. Yeah. I know, it's really weird. Well, I, I'm sure, like, they just edited whatever scenes they had with her just to get this movie out. <coughs> like, it's probably not Diane. Diane Ladd, man, she's in some good movies. And her she's the mother of uh uh Laura Dern, right? Right. She's the mother of Laura Dern, and so everybody thinks that that's why she got the part. Uh she won Academy Award for Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, seventy-four. She won a Golden Globe yeah, for great movie. the TV show Alice, you know, in between eighty and eighty-one. Um, 
She received Emmy Award nominations for Wild at Heart, Rambling Rose. She was in Chinatown, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Ghosts of Mississippi, Primary Colors, 28 Days. And she's the mother of Laura Dern and the ex-husband, her ex-husband is Bruce Dern. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're all great actors. I love Laura Dern. Fucking, I don't know if you ever saw that movie where uh, uh, Matt Damon goes small, downsizing. Right. And it's a little small guy. Yeah. He's fucking amazing in that movie. And then uh, he's good in uh, Big Little Eyes. I like everything Laura Dern does. And I like I like Diane Ladd, and I like Bruce Dern. He's still acting. Okay, now she was a girl. That is right. She died, and now look what came out. Right, I'll take that. Husband's like, what the fuck just happened? Is it the husband? No, that's the. No, that's that guy. Look how calm he is. That she was sick. She wasn't even pregnant. She just gave birth to a thing. Look at the mist coming out of the lab. See. Why is that weird? It's just movies. Oh, look at Welcome to my museum of eggs. Well, she's saying, be careful. Don't fuck with my eggs. And that's a strong, you know, later he'll be all happy about that because he can threaten her. Exactly. Oh, I'm going to shoot the egg. This is the most exciting I'm going to shoot the egg scene in That's movie right. history. <laughs> that is the most intense I'm going to shoot your egg scene I've ever seen. So oh, yeah. Up there with the scene in Casablanca. The crew was given more time than usual in Corman Productions. Now, this was shot in 18 days, the principal photography at least. But... Simon, Adam Simon had six months to research and write it off the book. Um, They ignored a lot of plot points from the book, but I'm saying six months because of the special effects and everything. They didn't want to use stop motion because it would take too long and interfere with the filming. Real-time models. It looks better, though. And green camera work. Yeah. How can we get into her? Well, it's the point of view of the carnosaur. He sees a a chromatic uh, vision. So the rebel forces need to go here because the... uh, I don't know. know, It's not Star Wars. I don't know. um, So they had a three-foot T-Rex animatronic puppet. They had regular hand puppets. They had a... Suit model, you know, the suit, and they had the full scale prop, of course, which was the robot, and it had a system life like hinges and cables and pulleys. Uh, they had a lot of different uh, uh, puppets and robots and such. I heard, I heard they had to use part of the script to make that uh, carnosaur. Now it's turning into a pandemic kind of thing. And again, it's just another person who's right. sick. Contagion. Man, look at that car. That's pretty hot. Phew. 
it was very it's, difficult uh, for them to make this feel real, you know, the, the dinosaurs. Right. This guy's like, hey, thanks for taking my wife. I'm going to get going. That's exactly right. And you're like, no, you're not. Come on, fellas. It's March Madness. You got to let me go home. Yeah. Jeez. So they spent no, seven no weeks for me? with all the robots and special effects. Seven weeks. It's not your typical Corman, let's go and shoot movie. Yeah. Well, you know, like, I don't know how many theatrically released movies Corman for New Horizons were cranking out in 93. You know, I could see them make new Munchies movie on DVDs, <laughs> you know, or... Because he would crank out these, you know, he's famous for his movies in the 50s and 60s, and they had a different distribution system back yes. then. Where they were drive-ins, and it just needed shit. There were double feature houses that just needed garbage. They needed a B-movie, you know. And that, they needed that a reason dried to get up. Kids he didn't thing. go away. You know, he, he, he stayed relevant. Yeah, because there's, like, video, direct-to-video, there's direct-to-cable, there's... Right. Right now, I mean, sci-fi, a lot of those, like... <clears throat> Octo Shark versus Shark Octopus. Those are all Corman productions. She's crazy, man. Look at her act. Really a cuckoo. I don't know. Maybe she's sane. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, she, she had this clever idea. Let me uh, get, create a pandemic that gets women sick and produce uh, dinosaur babies. She's going to destroy the human race and replace it with robots. That's, is that the reason why I'm sorry, with dinosaurs. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the Dinosaurs robots. that happen to be robots. Right. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, it all blurs together. Uh, it's another dinosaur pregnancy. Oh, yeah. This is like, I didn't come to see this. I did not pay to go to the fucking Brookline movie house to watch this shit. I came yeah. to see Carnosaurus. Gross. Movie's so depressing. Tip tree. <laughs> Crazy. Oh my god. Well, at least we don't have to watch Sam Elliott. Not Sam Elliott. Who's that? The guy in uh, Sam Neill. So this Doc Smith, I don't know anything. Raphael Sabarge, I just don't know him. Uh, best known for his role as Archie Hopper, Jimmy Cricket in the <clears throat> Once Upon a Time. And Huh. He was in the Mass Effect trilogy. I don't know. He was on TNT. Oh, those, those are video games. Series Murder in the First. Right. Well, I'm sure everyone was. You know, Carl, I just realized what you were saying. Laura Dern was in Jurassic Park. Yes. So it finally clicked. So the weekend that she came out, her mom, her mom. was appearing in a ripoff movie. Right. So people were like, it's a coup. Right. They couldn't tell them apart. They're like, which dinosaur movie is starring uh, a Dern? Now, I don't know if it's very interesting, but also 
Um, uh, also, the, let me just see here. Clint Howard has a nephew uh, who's that woman in the new Jurassic Park films. Where is it? That's been in the show. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A niece, right? Bryce Howard. Bryce Howard. Bryce, uh, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard. Yeah. So, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, here it is. I don't know. Is that interesting? Corman couldn't have known that. Look at the doggies. I think they're so cute. They're going to get eaten. Oh, yeah. Oh, bad movie. You can, kill, you can kill 32 people, but the moment you get the doggy, that's it. Did the dog die? Yeah. Oh, all right. I'll check. Now, look. She's waxing oh. philosophic. She's waxing poetic about a world, a beautiful world that she's going to have made millions of years from now. That is so crazy. So she just wants to kill off the human race now. Right. So that she's you like know, a Carnosaur compass. 3 was called Carnosaur. All right. Does the dog die? Carnosaur. Does the dog die? Yes. One vote. Does an animal die besides a dog, cat, or horse? Yes. Yeah, chickens. Are animals abused? Yes. Do they mean in the... I think those are the categories. Oh, does somebody vomit? Yes. <laughs> are there strobe effects? Yes. Is there childbirth? Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. Does a pregnant woman die? Yes. Does someone miscarry? Yes. Is there sexual content? Yes. Yes. Now this is Sheriff. Uh, is there blood gore? Him throughout the film, and he's going to take on the dinosaur now. So he's like, "Come out here! It's just you and me." His name's Harrison Page. Yeah. <clears throat> Basically. Yeah, that's a cool name. Yeah, well, he's been all over like Jag and ER and and Melrose Place and Quantum Leap. You know, Wonder Years, Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. He's like all over TV. Dukes of Hazard, Hill Street Blues. Columbo, everybody's been in Columbo. Oh, he was in Kung Fu. Yeah. So you think he played cops in all those shows? No, but but sort of. Like Don Rickles, CPO Sharky, he was like a regular, and he was in uh, Beyond the Fat right. Valley of the Dolls. He was in Lionheart with John Claude cool. Van Damme. Okay, so he he's thinks friends with one of the twins. He thinks the dinosaur's inside, but he gets a surprise. Ow! You got him. Nice shot. Yeah. Down for the count. So the cop is victorious. Sheriff Fowler. Two. Three. Eight, nine, ten. Ding, 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 ding. Sheriff wins. Sheriff wins. Don't go close to it, Sheriff. I know, you dumbass. It cost a lot of money to build that. Yeah, headshot. 